0: Welcome to episode 5 of Pod Snappery. I'm Hayley Angel. And I'm Ross. And we're as surprised as you are that we're here for our 5th episode. Uh, but Ross, this 5th episode almost didn't happen.
1: <laughs> no, we've been driving around aimlessly through the back blocks of outer suburban Brisbane oh. and in a futile search for material. We've been really trawling oh through trying to find something to talk to people about. And we thought it would be... A very simple trip to a shop. <laughs> that was four hours ago.
0: <laughs> no, and that's not even... I wouldn't even been exaggerating. That actually was four hours ago. It's quite disturbing.
1: No, I think it was four hours and two weeks ago. <laughs> we, were, we were lost in some sort of time vortex of slipped through a wormhole... Let's just take it back
0: a little bit, Ross, right? Because you and I felt like we stumbled into a perfect formula, didn't we? For for those snappers who've been with us from the beginning, our first episode where Ross and I might discuss a different life topic every week, um, that lasted one episode. <laughs> that got us through one week. Episode two, we were blessed with a with the was it the Millennium Glasshouse local news.
1: Mm, who could forget the uh, the predictions of Edgar J Winter? <laughs>
0: This, you know, this great independently owned and operated uh, publication that was, you know, feeding us little gems, uh, little pieces of gold that we could discuss in this podcast.
1: And then after that, I tore up the newspaper and used it to fire my actual <laughs> wood burner. I used it as kindling, so it was a really multi-purpose text.
0: It kept on giving, and so we thought, well, look, isn't that fantastic? We don't actually have to think about a topic and actually create engaging content for you guys to listen to. We can just borrow the content someone else has produced.
1: Yeah, we're basically magpies just swooping down (laughs) and just plagiarising any pre-made text we could find.
0: I I thought, you know what we need? We need a bit of a girlfriend equivalent. We need a bit of a young lads magazine. So I'm going, I'm, I'm raking through Zoo, we've got a bit of FHM, Ralph Mag, all the classics. So we popped down and pick one up and what happened when we got there, Ross?
1: Well... Those magazines just weren't there. So we were blaming that particular newsagent agent we, to start wait, with.
0: Wait, we were hating on it.
1: I was glaring at the manager. <laughs> I was ripping up instant scratches and throwing it at the 14-year-old girl behind the counter.
0: Why didn't we just ask them, by the way?
1: Because we're arrogant pricks. <laughs> it was clearly something we could solve for ourselves. We just went, you know what, we'll just pop down to the servo. It's just around the corner. Yep, like if, yep. One thing's guaranteed, when you're filling up your car, you also want to swoop in and get a semi-offensive, softcore uh, magazine. It's the porn that you buy when you're not allowed to have porn in the house. So it's, it's the thing you just sit it on a shelf in your garden shed. You go down there when you've had a fight with your wife. You read about cars and then there's a bikini chick there and it's all fine. So we thought, yeah, that's going to be at the servo for sure.
0: Yeah, because we're like, let's balance out our, like, am I in love with Ross with is it time that you ask to invite a three-way into the marriage?
1: The answer is generally always yes, but it's (laughs) nice to go through the process with the magazine's help anyway.
0: There's either, like, highbrow men's world philosophy and perfect beard maintenance or porn.
1: Yeah, it's either metrosexual fashion tips, yeah, or it's just tattooed Sheila's and like amateur fanfic erotica, <laughs> like that's that's some plumber's written on his smoko break, it's all about meeting meeting Shazza down by the outhouse, testing out her plumbing. What fucking magazine is that? <laughs> I'm, I think I'm writing it now. What? Okay, this podcast is now me just making up plumber pornography fanfic. So, everyone strap yourselves in.
0: <laughs> so, nothing in the survey. So, I don't know why it popped into our heads to go to a fucking second-hand bookstore. The guy in there hated us even more than the manager of the news agent. I
1: actually got death <laughs> by a volunteer Vinny's guy. It's like, all we asked was, do you have a magazine? And he just looked at me and threw a crocheted teapot beanie at me.
0: He didn't look directly in the eye either. He looked at our chins.
1: Yeah. And, and there were several to choose from. We've, we've been going from servo to shopping centre, filling up on chocolate and sugary snacks as we go. trouble pies. The more depressed that we are that we can't find the magazine, the more we're eating... <laughs> News agent. Yeah, it's the mecca of news agencies. There's people that fast for a month and do a pilgrimage to get their latest <laughs> chicken poultry monthly. You yeah, uh, had
0: a whole array of poultry magazines, but we we, we walked aimlessly around that for what
1: an, an hour. Well, I was definitely in the news agent for at least ten minutes, and then Haley came up, her arms full of hot chickens, and i
0: have done an entire and... weekly shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But none of which contained a, a fucking magazine that we could use for this podcast.
0: So, we're faced with two issues here that we want to discuss with you, dear listeners. First is the absolute degradation of the magazine industry as we know it.
1: When we were in that agent, there was about 80% catering for women and women's interests, and it's only a small section that are actually there with magazines that men would want to buy. You've got your obligatory... Uh, motoring magazines, and you've got shooting and fishing and things like that. You've got computer games and rock music, but there's just way That's more. It's like out a
0: fuckload, actually.
1: Well, actually.
0: <laughs> what are we doing all that
1: time? <laughs> I was too distracted by the pornography magazines <laughs> to actually form a coherent game plan for my podcast. <laughs>
0: out of course bit of googling turns out all these magazines ended in like 2012 they were all like lost their commission in Australia
1: yeah clearly I haven't been buying enough um, softcore pornography you weren't supporting
0: the industry no
1: (laughs) I was propping that industry up for a lot of my um, teen years (laughs) and early 20s but as soon as I actually got a girlfriend um, yeah that industry's fallen apart
0: I suppose I feel like they've all got like a timeline on their website and in 2012 it just says Ross Matured
1: Yeah. yeah Ross gave up masturbating. (laughs) February
0: 2012, we closed our doors. Our
1: business model is now pointless. (laughs) Ross has somewhat of a sex life. We can't sustain this anymore.
0: So that's issue number one that, that was presented to us on this. Then issue number two was presented, if we don't have a magazine or some crutch to lean on, then what the hell is this podcast about?
1: Is this just me hanging out with Haley? Because I don't know if I signed up for that. <laughs> uh, we were only really in it to kill two birds with one stone. But if we're just forced to record our friendship, I, don't, I really don't know how many episodes we have in us.
0: So, Snappers, look, if there is anything that's
1: troubling you at the moment, or if
0: there is any thoughts that have popped up through the time we have spent listening uh, to Rod and our... Rod.
1: <laughs> no, I'm... Well, let's just go what? with it. Let's just change my name officially. <laughs> <laughs> to
0: Ross and my nattering... Do feel free, you know, let us know on the Facebook page. Send us uh, an email at spotofpodsnappery at gmail.com. Ross, I don't think we've helped with quite a complicated email address.
1: Yeah, no. We're... That, wasn't a,
0: that wasn't a great call, was it? Spot of Pod snappery. It's not really, it doesn't roll off the tongue quite, does it?
1: We severely overjudged how intelligent our listeners are <laughs> and how good at touch typing. <laughs> I know the way this is generally meant to work is we come up with the content and you listen and then throw money at us, but... uh, I think...
0: What? That's
1: awesome! (laughs) I might be thinking back to my amateur stripping career, but I do remember wads of cash and just wads in general just flying in my general direction. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know, give us some help, because the more that you interact with us, the more that we can actually make the show that you want to listen to.
0: I mean, we, we considered shooting monthly, we considered pigs weekly, we considered...
1: I considered shooting up and <laughs> eating a roasted pig whole. <laughs> it's been a pretty dark day, to be honest.
0: We're just going to have to look at things like, I don't know, current affairs.
1: Yeah, if I have to look at Tracy Grimshaw <laughs> one more time in my life... Like, I will do it for the good of the podcast, but I will not be aroused by it. I refuse to get another Grimshaw-related erection in my life.
0: (laughs) So, what, look, Ross, what's what's Tracy talking about at the moment? Surely she's got some thoughts about the same-sex marriage vote.
1: Oh, yeah, well, it's going to ruin our society, apparently. (laughs) Did you see the ad on TV?
0: I saw the ad for the first time in full. I'd seen snippets of it, you know, on various programs. I saw the ad for the first time in full. And what disturbed me is that the actors that have been recruited for the ad are all women and they're all making references to their children. So I I I don't know, I'm fascinated about that because I can understand why they've cut out sort of more mature or sort of like elderly actors because I think the stereotype is that there's a generation of people that don't necessarily agree with and that people kind of think, well, that's understandable, it's generational and and moods have changed. So I I can guess that they're, I don't know why there's no men I can assume there's no one young because they just think they're never going to win that audience over.
1: Do so they think that maybe if they put men in there the men will just be accused of being homophobic? Is it like yeah. a stereotype that women are more understanding of yeah, same-sex relationships? It, yeah. It
0: seems to be It's like capitalizing on what the is it like women have more natural credibility or seem to be more naturally genuine, they're less
1: bigoted, more accepting. So, if the women don't approve of gay marriage, then it must be bad.
0: So, I just felt like affronted on so many levels. I felt affronted as a woman fitting in that age category, I felt affronted, I guess, as a well, a gay person, if you want to say it that way, though. For on a totally random topic, I guess I don't identify as gay, so that opens a hole on the question.
1: Haley identifies as a sandwich. <laughs> Her whole identity is based on containing lovely fillings and nutrients to sustain life. Whoever's eating Haley is going to be having a good time. <laughs> it's delicious. A
0: true worse, been spoken.
1: Delicious fresh cut meats.
0: <laughs>
1: Special sources.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, it, it was kind of like I felt like me was being used against me. And it was it was it was it was a weird feeling.
1: And if there's anything that Haley can't tolerate, it's Haley telling Haley what to do.
0: I <laughs> know oh, I really can't. <laughs> That's actually a weird thing. It's like this I have this weird self-destructive thing where I can't even write, like, a to-do list because when I write a to-do list, I immediately scrunch up the list and throw it on the ground and be like, "Can't fucking tell me what to do and do nothing on the list.
1: Self-sabotaging. No no wonder we're such close friends. It's (laughs) something I've specialized in for many years as well. You know what you need to do, though, is you just need to write on your to-do list... Do not scrunch up this to-do list or... No, no. Don't right. do
0: these things. List of what not to do. Yeah. I never thought about reverse psychology on myself.
1: Item number one. Do not find any appropriate materials for the podcast. And then you'll find <laughs> it. You will scrounge it up. Uh, step two. Scrunch up this to-do list. And then you'll preserve it. So you just got to do yes. the opposite.
0: But won't I know that I'm only writing that so that I don't screw it up?
1: And this is where sci-fi uh, takes over and where does
0: Fucking meta.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so gay people want to get married, apparently.
0: Uh, yeah, apparently. It was quite funny, actually, because I was walking past a, um, the LGBTQI society at QUT. Uh, we're doing, like, a vote gay marriage kind of thing. And and they said to me, oh, do, do you support same-sex uh, marriage? I'm like, I am same-sex married! Their minds were blown. It was hilarious. They, they could not believe that the ring on my finger was because I was married to a woman.
1: So, you've just zoomed in from an alternate dimension and, uh, <laughs> where the impossible has become the norm.
0: Yeah, I know. And it, 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 remi- it does remind you in your day to day life, everything that you see as real and is certain and is fact is only certain and fact in that one place. They, they, they were, minds were blown that I was married.
1: Did they just come up and, like, uh, just tenderly just touch you to make sure you're real? I
0: like, <laughs> did. Just warily
1: did. making sure they weren't dreaming it. <laughs> no. So Haley, I'm in a heterosexual relationship, and I've always identified as heterosexual. But uh, I've also got children, and I'm not worried about your marriage ruining my children's lives. It it's will
0: though. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's already started happening. Yeah,
1: well, I'm quite capable of ruining their lives without your help. <laughs> sure, if you want to get in on the bandwagon, that's fine. So
0: nice. do, you, do you think you would ruin their lives? Is it possible that you could ruin their lives more if you were gay? Well, I mean, uh, do you know what I feel coming on?
1: uh, A a slow release orgasm? (laughs) And (laughs) and a quiz
0: (laughs) (laughs) So our friends at Buzzfeed have actually supplied me with a a perfect test here Ross Are you willing to take How Gay Are You?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to actually tell me if I am heterosexual as I claim or if I'm gay?
0: Yeah, because, you know, I think people in the gay community are so used to saying, well, how do you know if you're gay if you haven't, you know, made out with a woman or made out with a man? So, you know, we're going to put the same question to you. How do you know that you're not gay if you've never snogged a bloke?
1: Well, this this will be interesting, actually, because my partner, who is female in my heterosexual relationship... She tends to think that I might have a if anything, a bit of homophobia. Like the fact that one of my best friends is clearly lesbian and gay married.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I would I
1: would have thought I'd be the last person to be accused of being homophobic in any way. I mean
0: you even have a podcast with this person. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the most intimate thing you can do with gay. <laughs> Put that on the ad. <laughs> yeah. No, but but her reason oh,
0: so she'd say what? Because you've never been with a bloke.
1: Her reasoning was I think she just asked me a question once when we were just sitting around. She said, oh, would you ever do anything with a guy or would you let a guy do anything with you? or you yeah. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people believe that we're not defined by one or the other, but that yeah. we're on a spectrum on somewhere. spectrum, yeah, And yeah. that's fluid and that yeah. you could travel up one end of the spectrum and back again and... Yeah. And bisexuality is a thing and... Yeah. So I think she was putting it to me like, okay, well, how straight are you? And, yeah. And I was of the opinion... Well, first of all, no, i've I've never let a man lay his hands on me. I, i've I've never throated anything before.
0: <laughs> I want anyone who feels like they've throated something in their life, please send us an email because I want to know what that experience is well, like. Don't,
1: don't send a picture though. I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready.'m I'm, I'm too straight for that picture. No, but like probably the, the the furthest along the spectrum I am is I do enjoy Dancing Queen by ABBA. Like I think that's a legitimately good song.
0: I feel like that might be a question on this BuzzFeed test.
1: <laughs> and then the quiz just ends and says, "No, you're you're gay as." <laughs>
0: Right, so almost in our, well we almost have to do this for Shale now because this, it's a big fat question mark over your head in her mind.
1: Well, she needs to know because <coughs> this other dance floor obsession it yep. can be a slippery slope that leads to our heterosexual relationship ending. So, for the sake of my children and my relationship, yep. let's find out if I'm. What, is it, what are the options? What do they give me?
0: Okay, so let's. So, for the sake of the children, we all know, according to the anti-gay marriage art it's all about the children. So, question number one: choose a colour, Ross. Red, blue, pink, yellow, lilac, or green.
1: I feel like lilac's in there to trick <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> i the
0: exact same thing. I, lilac
1: is the red herring. I, I, only a gay man would know what lilac even would, means. Because it
0: would be purple. Otherwise, I know I,
1: it was. It's so specific so, for a
0: heterosexual so
1: man. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna like stereotype myself. I'm gonna try and pick the straightest possible answers. Well, so no, I, no,
0: no, no, no! I want you to pick what emanates and radiates from you. Okay,
1: so what Ross fi- what? Ross's truth?
0: Ross's. This is about Ross's truth. Because right. we want to know, is Roth's truth the fact that he's soon going to have a man's penis in the back of his throat. <laughs>
1: right. I'm just going to use my penis as a divining rod, and what, whichever colour my penis points at, that's the one we're going to choose. <laughs> oh my God, it's choosing lilac. I should say,
0: definitely not a lilac. <laughs> no, nah,
1: let's go green. I'm going green. green.
0: Oh, I wouldn't have picked you as a green man.
1: Uh, I'm just trying to steer away from lilac.
0: <laughs> okay, pick a Beyoncé. Flawless Beyonce, Single Ladies Beyonce, Run the World Beyonce, Drunk in Love Beyonce, Crazy in Love Beyonce. To be honest, I'm not into Beyonce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone loves Crazy in Love Beyonce. Nice. That, was, that was a pinnacle song.
0: Oh, God, yeah. When she licks her thumb and rubs it down between that, I guess this is why I'm in a same-sex marriage. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I kind of like Jay Z's cameo. He <laughs> had a lot of machismo <laughs> and swagger.
0: <laughs> Can I just say though, I will never lose the Im- if anyone has been to see Beyonce live in concert in in her most recent tour in the drunken in drunken love she get the, they bring out this pommel horse
1: <laughs>
0: this sex pommel horse right. onto the middle of the stage and Beyonce spends the entire song and like three other instrumental solos riding the pommel horse in the most erotic way a pommel horse could ever have been interacted with.
1: Oh, it could be a new Olympic sport. <laughs> I could spice up the gymnastics <laughs> events.
0: It was amazing. Okay, Crazy Love Beyonce. Do you enjoy consensual sexual experiences with or feel a sexual attraction to members of the same sex as yourself? Okay, Yes, all the time. Quite a bit, yeah. Um, what? Now and then, hardly ever, never.
1: Oh, I'm going to say never to that one, because honestly, that's what started that whole discussion with my partner in the first place. I tried to claim never to any, never to having done it and never to having any impulse to do it, and uh yeah, she was questioning <laughs> so my ever, tolerance levels, you know?
0: Has never been like a beautiful jawline or a, you know, as I said, a broad shoulders or, I don't know... A, back mole that's ever
1: just even if there was an attractive man I just find that men are complete wankers and so their personality would ruin it for me
0: I'm not disagreeing with that no I don't
1: I don't know how human biology has even worked to this point because men are just unlikable aren't we there's just no redeeming features even the penis is unattractive what even is that just fleshy stabbing implement a
0: million lesbians just downloaded and listened to this podcast (laughs) it's
1: the most downloaded lesbian content on Pornhub
0: we're definitely winning an award for
1: this
0: (laughs) I'm seeing a Walkley in our future okay what city would you most like to live in? New York? London? Paris? San Francisco? Tokyo? or Moscow? (laughs) I feel like Moscow would really welcome you in these feelings with open arms
1: (laughs) And San Francisco's there to capture the obvious vote, isn't it? (laughs) No, I'm going New York. You can't go past New York. Oh, New York, New York, baby, absolutely.
0: What's your ideal Saturday night? This is where we're going to find out you're gay. I can tell. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) clubbing until five a.m., dinner and theater, quiet drink with friends, doing something new, house party. Night in with Netflix. Is that Netflix in like with air quotes, or is that Netflix is in? You're just sitting there in like, your fat pants binging on bad television.
1: Like Netflix and chill yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to involve lube. Is all I'm <laughs> oh, look, if, if I if I didn't have uh, two young kids and and another one. Oh, is that
0: your ideal? Is it? Get give get the kids away?
1: <laughs> Won't Not somebody please think of the children? <laughs>
0: Women on an anti-same-sex marriage ad who disagree with you right now.
1: So, it's not gay marriage that's going to ruin children's <laughs> lives. It's my lax parenting.
0: Parenting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to go clubbing till 5am if the kids are going to be alright.
0: Oh, can we?
1: Well, it's only 4pm right now. But I'm a, up for it. It's going to be a long day.
0: <laughs> I'm so <laughs> up for it. Okay. Oh, hang on. Have you ever... Now, this is ever, Ross. Really, you've got to go right back in your mind here. Ever felt sexually attracted to someone of the same sex? Nope. Okay, this one time. Yet yeah, a bit. Quite often, actually. Yes, yes, I have, obviously. Your questions are weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anyone remember that, um, what was it, Hey Hey It's That Daryl Summers, circa 1988. He had a nice head of hair on him. But... He did. But... It was quite
0: a lot. A two head, not a forehead, was it?
1: I think it's just because I've got a receding hairline. I think I, I was just attracted to his hair. <laughs> if I can just have Daryl Summers' hair, or if it's a wig. Was, then, it,
0: uh... was it seeing someone with their arms stuffed up an o- ostrich? Was that <laughs> yeah. like your early thoughts about what you know? Nice Sounds like fisting?
1: a <laughs> Mexican bachelor party in <laughs> Tijuana. You go down a back alley and see the donkey fists. <laughs>
0: Okay, so have you ever, ever felt even a tiny bit attracted to... This- you don't have to say no just because we're on a podcast. You can be honest.
1: <laughs> no, this is honest. No, no. That's all. Okay. I'm, I'm going to show. I'm so going no.
0: Like- okay, no.
1: So <laughs> it sounds heterosexual, <laughs> doesn't it? Violently heterosexual.
0: <laughs> Which US president do you most identify with? Barack Obama? William Howard Taft? Taft? Is it Taft or Taft?
1: I'm going- I don't know
0: Taft. Is it Ronald Reagan, Abe Lincoln, James Buchanan, or JFK? Uh,
1: I'm gonna go Lincoln because he was, you know, he was a bit of a. He, he got the job done. He had to do some sneaky tricks. He's a bit duplicitous, yep. but he's got a good guy reputation, yeah. And I feel like that—that's me to a T. Like,
0: I, is this why you never go to the theatre?
1: <laughs>
0: it's not because Kinky Boots is rubbing you the wrong way, it's because you're scared of your timely demise.
1: Yeah. was it, John Wilkes Booth? <laughs> Ruining my night out with my gay lover.
0: It's your 5am clubbing stint. Just
1: trying to watch Fiddler on the Roof and have a good time. Have a couple of Cosmopolitan's.
0: <laughs> What's your favourite root vegetable? <laughs> Carrot, Jerusalem artichoke, that's definitely not you Potato, sweet potato, ginger or a beet A bit of beetroot
1: Jerusalem artichokes on dick uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love myself, my, this costs me a bit of money when I go out But I always, if it's available You say I'll,
0: sweet potato fries, I'm going to punch you Yeah,
1: I always try to sub out the potato for the sweet potato
0: that is a straight man trying to live a healthy lifestyle. If I ever heard one. Oh my god! Can you
1: make sure you deep fry those sweet potato wedges twice, please.
0: <laughs> You've been reading too many of those new metrosexual magazines. I don't know, like. Get your GQ out of my face. Got my
1: groomed beard and my sweet potato wedges stuck up my ass.
0: If you could pick your ideal partner for a romantic date, what qualities
1: <laughs> <is laughs> have a, a beard? <laughs> <dick>. <laughs> <laughs> facial hair. Quality <laughs> anal bleaching. None of this amateur job. No homemade anal bleaching, thank you. <laughs> I
0: hope there's no one listening to this feeling wildly offended and marginalized and stereotype I think we've by lost this. the gay market. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Haley's about to walk out. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, if you could pick your ideal partner. Oh, I already asked that, sorry. They'd be the same sex as me. Preferably the same sex, but mostly, you know, hot. Don't care about their sex, care about wine. <laughs> Ideally the opposite sex, but it's no biggie. They must be the opposite sex, you hear me?
1: Dates oh, are boring. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna lynch them in a the field. It's gonna be found in a ditch. I love
0: that the straight answer is just like so hateful. So
1: aggressive. I-
0: You know what? This is us. It's just like the anti gay marriage ad is just subtly talking to you about your children. This is how we're subtly making you feel insecure about yourself as a straight person. I don't
1: need this quiz's help feeling insecure about myself. I have mirrors that do that for me. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, so I'm assuming they must be the opposite sex. You hear me? Or dates are boring. They're basically your two options. No, I like I, don't, I, I don't like dates. In. I like going oh, on okay. dates. okay. Well, well, then I feel like you've only no, got one I want, I want
1: the aggressive homophobic answer. Just as close, that's close <laughs> as we're oh going to get.
0: God. Okay, I'm going to run through. If oh, I've already done that. Pick a weather phenomenon: flooding, little fluffy clouds, sunshine, tornado, ball lightning, big pretty rainbow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ball lightning. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, who, would, who would choose flooding? Is it like a gushing reference? It's like a squirting fetish? I'm going. <laughs> this actually is a gay answer, but I'm going little fluffy clouds.
0: Aww. Oh, they're nice. Pick an arbitrary box. (laughs) Box A, box B, box 3, box 4, this box, screw your boxes. Yeah, I'm
1: angry now. Screw your boxes. You love screwing
0: boxes as well. That's the whole point of this fucking test. That's
1: why I got thrown out of that recycling plant. (laughs) (laughs) Me penetrating a fridge box.
0: If you're even suggesting that you would even be able to touch the sides in a fridge box, then you are—you are so obviously straight if you actually have that delusion. Okay, <laughs> I love this question. I haven't even read it. <clears throat> Excuse me, snappers. <clears throat> A plane leaves New York at 4:15 p.m. local time bound for London traveling at 500 miles per hour. Another plane leaves London at 9:30 p.m. local time heading in the opposite direction traveling at 550 miles per hour. If they maintain a constant airspeed <laughs> Do you ever want to have sex with someone of the same sex?
1: This <laughs> is <laughs> the optimum, the optimum speed you can travel to experiment sexually.
0: Okay, answers. Wait, wait. Yes, for fuck's sake. Still yes. You cannot trick me with mass puzzles. Yes. Backs slowly away. Awkward wavy hand gesture. No. Storms out of the room. This quiz does not represent me at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll be on the last one. This quiz is a confusing <laughs> mess.
0: Okay, we've got an answer. Snappers are you ready? Can I have like a... what is? What am I doing? Oh,
1: you're slapping my groin. <laughs> a, a drum roll. Why is it sounding final? <laughs> what am I wearing? Are these arseless leather chaps?
0: Okay, Shale, are you listening? Ross is not gay. Ding, 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 ding. Is that a win? I feel like that's a loss for you I feel feeling. like you're
1: over-celebrating like, I know I, I feel like you're alienating our gay listeners By celebrating my heterosexuality
0: Because this is just helping me back away from my love for you Because oh. I'm just, you know Oh no, no, that would bring me closer, wouldn't it? Because that means because I'm a woman I have a, even more of a chance of you loving me back
1: You've got more of a chance if I'm straight Yeah Yeah. Because not, I don't I think if, if I was secretly gay And you were openly gay, <laughs> gay. I think that makes it pretty much impossible <laughs> Unless you need me as a sperm donor for your Which unborn child. No, I
0: actually do need that. We're going to discuss that in episode six.
1: Yeah, episode six. We propose awkward things to each other live and demand an answer on the spot for everyone to listen to.
0: And I bring my own turkey baster.
1: <laughs> Haley, can I borrow your mascara? <laughs> I need an answer now.
0: Okay, so we're one step closer to you. No, we're a step away from you being my IVF donor because you are not gay. Okay.
1: What does it tell me about my it heterosexuality? It says, you are
0: not gay. You really enjoy having sexual experiences with members of the opposite sex. You are attracted both physically and emotionally, emotionally to people of the opposite sex and are not very keen at all on sexual relations with members of the same sex. Heterosexuality is fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> heterosexuality is a pain in the ass, quite. A, well, no. Arse play doesn't do very often. No, that, that's
0: your partner that has the pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Heterosexuality, I don't know. I don't think straight people have a perfect uh, utopia where they never argue and um, never get tired and never fight over the TV. You all get
0: divorced like rabbits, we know that.
1: <laughs> Breed like rabbits, get divorced like rabbits, <laughs> deliver <laughs> chocolate eggs at, in April like rabbits, <laughs> die from a. <laughs> Get stuck behind a rabbit proof fence by farmers in the early colonial times of Australia. Like rabbits? Like rabbits. <laughs> Stereotypically eat carrots like rabbits. <laughs> I'm a rabbit. A straight rabbit, but a rabbit nonetheless.
0: And same-sex marriage will not fuck up your kids. <laughs> no. Excessive rabbit references probably will.
1: Oh, mate. What, what about this plebiscite? I have a big oh. issue with the plebiscite because politicians, their literal only job is to go to Parliament, <laughs> what, 20 days a year, and, and I spend 19 days of those 20 just passing budget forms and, like yeah. you know, just releasing cash for, for the Commonwealth. And then the one day a year they have to actually make a decision on a social issue, they're like, you know what, we can't handle this. We're going to do a survey. <laughs> right? I don't know. What, what do you think, Hayley? Do you think the plebiscite is a good idea because it will get the conversation Absolutely going? Absolutely not. No? No. Shut down the conversation. Shut, Shut down, down the, the conversation.
0: So is, no, because I feel like this plebiscite and the vote taking place maybe in like 2006, I, I, I can see that. But not 2017, you know, the Netherlands introduced gay marriage in 2001. This is 16 years too late. I was married in the UK in 2015. I don't know, as an Australian, I just don't understand how we could be so many years different. I'm not going to say behind because that's condescending, but I can't see how we can be 16 years different to citizens of other nations that we would identify with on a lot of other social
1: issues. Well, that's really well said. And if I could just undo all your really eloquent speaking by making a clumsy analogy to my childhood. Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, please do. Well, <laughs> <laughs> clumsy away. Um, growing up in Queensland, uh, I knew exactly where, where I was up to in Home and Away. I didn't watch it for me. It was for my sister. Yes. Of course it was. That's right. That
0: was one of the questions in the test we just ran.
1: I feel like the biggest revelation that came out of this episode is that I once watched Home and Away. I feel like that's where we're at now. Maybe. I'm
0: still coming to terms with it. And I'll <laughs> yeah. vote to see how I feel about it.
1: I'm going to take a BuzzFeed quiz and see if I... You're <laughs> <laughs> <were> a dickhead. <laughs>
0: that's question one, I've never watched that shit show in my life.
1: Anyway, impressionable yes. young Ross yes. once saw one yep. episode of Home and Away yep. when his sister watched it. Yep. And I knew what Alf and Elsa and all the gang were up to. And then we got down to Tassie when we moved down there. They were six months behind on Home and Away episodes. So, like, I was transported oh, yes. into the backwater past of yes. soap operas. And, like, it was good for a while because I was able to do spoilers for everyone in the yeah, primary school yeah, playground.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you got so many bruises from punching the fucking face for being that dick that gives the spoiler.
1: Yeah, well, they were just beating me up for watching Home and Away, really. But, <laughs> yeah, so...
0: Yeah, totally. I, I
1: feel like like your experience is already being married to a woman and coming back to Australia where it's just behind the times. It, m- it might have been amusing in some way to begin with, like huh, aren't these guys weird? But then you just get sick of it and it becomes irritating. You're Like okay, now you really just need to catch up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the, the horse is bolted on this issue. Like it's you know it, a marriage. It's a, it's a legal status. It's not tied to the church. It's not a you know religious status it's a cultural celebration now in the way it's it's been appropriated by everybody you know your your right to be married your opportunity to have a wedding and to enjoy a married life it's
1: can you even just imagine how much wedding celebrants and and uh, wedding dressmakers? And... Can I just
0: say I am gearing up for this, right? I'm a presenter, right? So I am just preparing myself for an onslaught of same-sex marriages that are going to need a kind of pithy, like mildly likable MC, or I'm, I'm actually looking at becoming a celebrant.
1: Are you coming out today? To, <laughs> are you coming out to me as a closeted celebrant?
0: I <laughs> uh, yes. Ross. This is a difficult
1: I... conversation.
0: <laughs> well, look, you know, I, like... are you
1: ordained or are you just like
0: <laughs> it's a self ordained and proclaimed? <laughs> I, I downloaded it off the internet. Um, cause yeah, they, I mean, look, it's, it's coming, you know, and it's, and it's so different to, you know, in different parts of the world, you go to a card shop and there's Mr. and Mrs. cards and Mrs. and Mrs. cards and Mr. and Mr. cards. And you know, when I say my wife, people know that that means my wife, as opposed to here, where when I say my wife, people think I mean it in the kind of, like, old ball and chain way. They don't realise she's legally actually my wife. Or well,
1: they just assume that you're a very well-dressed man.
0: <laughs> that's right, with a really big arse. This guy's
1: really frocked up.
0: <laughs> that's right, that's right. And look, you know, on a serious note for a minute, you know, what this comes down to is, um, you know, and on a sad note in a lot of ways, um... I was married in 2015 and, you know, my wife and I discussed whether we might get married here in Australia, wait to get married here in Australia, because for my parents' health issues, we weren't actually able to travel to come to my wedding in the UK. Um, and, they thankfully thanks to technology as we're currently recording on my parents actually watched and participated in my wedding by facetime so live hookup um and my dad actually quite beautifully um recorded uh the most stunning speech you could ever have heard in your life um and that was played on a big screen at my wedding and um had had my wife and I actually decided to wait to be married in Australia so that my mum and dad could physically attend. Um, My dad actually passed away in March this year, so he would never have seen me married at all. So what people, what people, you know, get, very get caught up in the conversation is what they do forget often. It's the parents, the grandparents, the family. It's it's the whole social celebration of marriage that whole families are being denied. Grandparents are passing away. Parents are passing away. You know, families are changing. Um, and, and, and without having the opportunity to experience that, and I think that's the thing that can get forgotten in a lot of this stuff. Um, and so I'm just very grateful that, there was a place in the world where my wife and I could legally be married and go through that process and enjoy that celebration that my parents, although not face-to-face, could be part of.
1: Yeah, I just... Can you even imagine a a more fun wedding reception than a gay wedding reception?
0: Absolutely.
1: How fun fun would that be? And do
0: you know what? My wedding was fucking fun. It was as gay as. (laughs) (laughs) So look, Ross... What this has proven us, in the absence of any other raw material and looking purely at whatever shit's been spouted by Tracy Grimshaw at A Current Affair at any one time, uh, we've been able to have the opportunity to explore an issue that's that's of importance to us and a lot of people.
1: Yeah, so thanks to BuzzFeed and thanks to the death of the magazine industry, we've actually ended up talking about a really serious topic.
0: Great, which we probably should have done from the beginning.
1: I think we should be uh, wasting our time in newsagents more often. Uh, before every episode from now on, we should just take a cut lunch, stand to the news newsagent. <laughs> I'm going to take my taxes down there to fill out.
0: I've actually got to do mine.
1: Yeah, me too. If okay. there's any accountants listening... There's a few hundred (laughs) bucks we made with me and Hayley.
0: So, thanks as ever for listening, Snappers. Do feel free to uh, shoot through your questions, thoughts, uh, any feedback we'd always love and we can totally manipulate it into some pathetic chat for next week's show.
1: No, definitely. Pathetic is what we do best.
0: (laughs) So, thanks for listening, Snappers. We'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: (laughs) Big game, Bye. (laughs)